Hey, this is Jeremy Roenick, and guess what? You guys are listening to The Jim Bob Show. Hey, this is Wayne Larrabee, and you're listening to Roar on WGN. It is the one and only Ron Jaworski. Jim Bob, it's Ron Jaworski. I, I know. I'm in, I'm in awe. I know. But oh, awesome. come on. You guys are awesome, man. Keep up the great work. Hey, this is Jim McMahon, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. I had to pop a beer for this one. Hello, boy. Yeah. Hey, this is Brian Urlacher, and you're listening to The Jim Bob Show. That's awesome. Oh, that's then, it. How about one? This is Brian Urlacher. I'm not a bitch. <laughs> no. That's <laughs> a bad that huh? It's a different week, man. I don't care what anyone says. You know, records out the window. It's a different week. There's more media. The, the fans are hyped. I can't imagine a typing around this game with it being the first game of the year. 720 WGN high atop Chicago in the Skyline studio as we get into the NFL season in Jim Bob when it comes to NFL games, tradition, history, all of that. It gets no bigger, more significant than Bears Packers. And when it comes to the Bears, there is no player in the history of the Bears. And I don't know, maybe that's debatable, but who knows, right? More significant not, than this guy. Not debatable to me. This, hey, Walter he epitomizes. Okay, Walter, let's Walter go to sweetness. Are we debating on, it? Okay, now, and now, hey, let's not have a mystery guest here. Let's announce it. We got Brian Urlacher on board here this morning. And hey, we had to wait. So everybody says, hey, why are you guys late today? Is that we had to wait because Brian has to go work out for two hours okay when does that stop okay I'm two hours behind you <laughs> <Yeah>. first of all <laughs> yeah no so did you get on the bike today did you go Jamal, I've, been, I've been a bum all i've been doing now is the peloton i've got them hold on this is real like this and so you met amy and so uh i yeah. look at her and i go i think i'm getting fat and she goes no you're not fat and then the next day a peloton arrives <laughs> oh she got you yeah and then so so then so it just shows up you know and now and now Weird. i'm riding a peloton it's just so much easier than getting on my bike you're on filling my water bottles up going out on the road it's just easier to Go out, lift, and then come in, do that forty-five minutes to get the sauna. Then I'm done. Did I'm you done uh, half after I start? Did you get the the seat? The, did you get the new seat, or did you stay with the standard uh, Peloton up your butt seat because it sucks? Is that what they call I it? I think I have the up, I think I have the up your butt seat because I've, <laughs> my, I've, had, I've, had, like, I've had mine for like six years, so I think it's uh, old school. Okay, well, this definitely yeah. I just just a note out there to Peloton. Some of us have unique butts, like we have an athletic yeah. butt, and so your seat doesn't really work for athletic butts. So and. Yeah, but, hey, so enough about the enough about our personal health and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. So go ahead, Dane. Well, the health of the Chicago Bears, at least from a prognosis standpoint from the fan base, Brian, I got to tell you, and maybe it's because Aaron Rodgers isn't there, so like the, the, the former owner of the Bears has vacated, right? That, yeah, is it, yep. There is so much anticipation, excitement, hope for the team. Yeah, I mean, especially the, it's the Packers. You know, I think I don't matter. It never really matters what the records are when these two play. Uh, I know it didn't when we played. I know one year we were thirteen and three, and two of the three games we lost were to them, and they were like seven and nine. So stupid how that works out. But when they play, it's just you throw the records out. I know it's the first game of the year, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, I know there's a lot of uh, optimism around the Bears this year. They made some. I like the moves they made in the offseason. You know, DJ Moore is it's different. You know that he can run the ball, he can catch the ball. He's a He's a playmaker on offense. It's just a matter of if they can give him the ball enough. Uh, defensively, they've made in- improvements as well. So should be exciting to see what they have. Yeah. And like you said, oh, one more thing. Aaron's not there. Right, <laughs> that's, right, a, right. That's, a, that's a big deal. You know, uh, hope for a lot of optimism there because he's not there. I was wondering, so like when, you know, my coach was old school Forrest Gregg, okay? And so the first yeah. year, I'm you know, I'm in there and we're sitting ready to go out the tunnel and uh, I'm standing beside 
Forrest and the fans are pouring beer on me and Forrest through the little you know, runway there where she come out of the tunnel and Forrest looks up at the guy pouring beer on us and he goes man I hate these sons of bitches and, and I'm going <laughs> I'm starting to feel it <laughs> I'm starting yeah. to get right there with you but so like he really got up for those games personally from a head coach perspective as a player you know some of it's coach speak and then did you get into the rivalry field did it really hit you though uh, you know in the, in the gut and the heart about okay wow is, was it as big as uh, some of the coaches talk about definitely you know so my first time playing green bay was at green bay it was the fourth game of my rookie year and it's just different the whole week is there there's more media in the locker room um it's just the fans are talking about this like i said there's just a different feel to the week and uh, you know we're what 250 miles apart so there should be a lot of you know angst between the two teams but you know when lovey got there he put a big emphasis on beating green bay that was his number one deal beat green bay and we did that his first well, how about this? Until Aaron started starting, we did that. <laughs> we uh, right. we handled him pretty well until Aaron got in there, and then we had a hard time. I, mean, I think we only beat him once or twice when he was the quarterback. But it's a different week, man. Uh, I don't care what anyone says. You know, records out the window. It's a different week. There's more media. The the fans are hype. It's a uh, just, and I can't imagine a nightmare around this game with it being the first game of the year as well. Yeah, you know, and it's also, too, I mean, to, to Lovey's defense, I mean, if you beat Green Bay twice during the course of the year, you pretty much had a you good shot at keeping your job. <laughs> yeah, it was I like know. it's like Michigan, well, Ohio State. I mean, if you could lose all games, but if you beat Ohio State, you're keeping your job or vice versa. Crazy how it comes down to one or two games a year. <laughs> and yeah. If you keep the fans happy, you're good to go, right? It's like, you know, two and fourteen would beat Green Bay twice. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, right. Not, as a player, you hate hearing that because they're all equally important. But there is more emphasis on those two games for sure. There's a lot of motivating factors on the NFL side, but when you guys get to that level, it's it's like a business. You're fine tuned machines, and you you're doing everything. You try to maybe work as much of the emotions out of it. Is that really what happens? So when people say, "Hey, it's just another game," are they just trying to keep it down, where they're really trying to to mask really that that craziness that goes in on the enthusiasm side? I don't think they're masking it. I, I, it is another game. In the end, it's another game. It's not a playoff game. It's not an NC championship. It's a game. It's a regular season game. There's more emphasis because of the hoopla of the fans and the media throwing it, but it's another game in the end. I think the players have to kind of downplay it. I mean, I'll say it this way. If you downplay it too much, you piss off the media and the fans. <laughs> you know? Right. Say, ah, it's just another game. So you have to kind of play into it a little bit, but in the end, it's another game. It's only It only counts one. You know, it's a division game, so it's more important, but it's still one game throughout the season. You know, uh, I appreciate that. I think you're exactly right. You got to play into the, the 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 media pushes it, the fans push it, and man, you got to jump on yep. board or other. You do. You disappoint them. Hey, speaking of disappointments, uh, we want to talk about this NFL season. Boy, <laughs> boy, the Chiefs got one last night. I mean, it makes me. It's great because after the game, I can say, "I told you the Lions are going to be really good." Okay, but uh, the Chiefs yeah. look dismal. I mean, they look dismal on offense. Uh, your thoughts on the game? Well, Detroit's a good football team. I don't think it was a much the Chiefs and maybe give Detroit some credit. Come yeah, on now. Yeah, they, play, no. they play good. I know. I, I know Kelsey being out was huge. You know, everyone says it, talks about how Mahomes the man, no doubt about it, but Kelsey is a big difference. I can't believe how many drops they had. Yeah. That was disappointing. You, you, you know, know, receivers had some drops. You know, Brian, I think Kelsey might be the best football player on the field, too, when he's on the field because he's a football player. He's like you, I man. I don't he, disagree. Yep. Yeah. He is a difference maker for sure. I, I, 
I love watching him play, man. His enthusiasm is different. Too. Yeah, he's, he's like you, though, man. He was, you know, he's a force, he, and he has he plays yeah, a game with the sure. dude, and he 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 is. He's that kind of he's kind of an old school football player. He's tough. He demands the double team. You don't you don't double yeah. Kelsey. You're in trouble. And then hey, you got means you got you know your island on the corners, and so it's really hard matchup with the Chiefs when Kelsey's in there. I mean, it is. Uh, I I think that you're right. I I love Dan Campbell by the way, the Lions coach. I think oh, he was a, the ultimate players coach. He's unreal. I just watch him. I could play for that dude yeah. anytime. I, I have a ton of respect for him. I feel like the players and the league you know, have a ton of respect for him as well. You, you hear the announcers talk about him. You hear players talk about him. Other coaches. It, it's a good thing he's got going there in Detroit. I, I was happy to see him win. You know, I think they uh, they could be one of the better teams in that division this year. When you look at with Aaron being gone in the <laughs> NFC North, it's such a different deal now with uh, everyone having a chance. Although. Detroit did beat them last game of the year at Green Bay. Keep them out of the I mean, it's but it's like kind of like the wicked witch is dead kind of thing, right? Everybody. <laughs> yeah. So, but here's the thing: you think about this as a team, kind of gains momentum. You talk about the coach and get the players to believe the fans to believe the fans. Kind of there, the players are there. This is like one of those statement games. I go back. I was telling Jim Bob this morning of that Mike Tyson phrase: "Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the <laughs> mouth." <laughs> and, and, you know, and Casey did. It was like it was like, well, wait a minute, man, we got our hands full. Yeah, they knew. I, I don't think there was a surprise to KC. You know, I think they knew Detroit was a good football team. Uh, the, the secondary for Detroit played really well. You know, they ran a bunch of zone last night. I think you can do that with Kelsey being out. You can kind of cater a little more to your DBs and what, what you're good at because you don't have to worry about putting two guys on Kelsey. Yeah. You can run a bunch of zone and not worry about him finding those spots in there. But yeah, it, it was a it was a good game for Detroit. They got off to a great start. Now they got ten days of rest. Yeah, you know, and that was the that was the start. I think there's some great matchups, and we wanted to kind of go over some of those with you today. Is yeah. the, the schedule so, uh, to me? I thought there were some great matchups in in this first weekend. I mean, you know, when we look at you know San Francisco Pittsburgh game, and and Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. there's some odds out there that that Pittsburgh could win their division. I go, mm, okay, I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. but I mean, that's a pretty good ball game. And and to tell me what you think about that storyline. As, as to watch. Well, you, speaking of that division, that's a really good division too. Baltimore, Cincy, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. That's four. I mean, you, we don't know what Cleveland's going to be, but that's a good division right there. Yeah, that, that's a tough match. Is it San Fran at Pittsburgh, correct? Correct, yes. Oh, so that's a long trip going back to the East Coast, but yeah, that's a tough matchup for uh, for both teams. You know, I think they both, they kind of mirror each other. They play really good defense. They like to run the football. Coach Tomlin's a beast, by the way. He's one, also one of my favorite head coaches in the NFL, but I think uh, Pickett's going to have a good season, and I really like that receiver for them as well. Pickett's about this year to have a good year. What do you think of uh, the Bosa contract, speaking of uh, making $34 bucks a year? What do you think of that? Yeah. I love it. Get, get them all paid. I love it when yeah. guys get paid, you know, especially defensive guys. Yeah. Because I feel like they don't really get appreciated as much. Right. I love seeing it. He, he earned his money. The guy played his butt off for three or four, however long he's been in the league. Yeah, I'm happy for him. I'm glad, glad to see these guys getting paid to deserve it. Yeah, no, I think the matchup is uh, is going to be great. What's kind of interesting, you know, you got Kenny Pickett and then you got Brock Purdy, so you couldn't yeah. be further apart. You, that's two hundred and forty two <laughs> draft true. picks apart. Okay, for, between yeah. Pickett and I love Kenny Pickett. I I love his. I look at him and I love the motion that he's got at, at QB. Is it? I, I've got you know. I think good things are going to be there for them. And and of course, you know, I love Tomlin as a coach too. Yeah, he's awesome. Um. You know, the, the defense, I think it's going to be one of the defensive side of the ball. You know, Purdy's done such a good job taking care of the football. And in, in his few starts he's had, I don't, I don't know how many picks he's thrown, but the dude values the football. Obviously, Shanahan puts him in great situations with the, the misdirection they have running the football in the play action. But he just he takes care of the football. That's what you got to do as a QB. 
Yeah, I think, you know, from a prediction standpoint, it's really split. I mean, you've got a lot of the guys out there that are are uh, making the picks out there, and it's split down the line in regards to tight game, but um, they've got Pittsburgh 21-17, and then the other guy's got, you know, San Fran 21-17. Is it, what's your thoughts yeah. on the game? All the experts, huh? Those are guys picking the one the guy that never played the game. They pick it? Uh, yeah, they, I want to well, talk to the guy who actually played. What's the guy who played the game? What's your prediction? I wish I, I'll tell you what. I wish I was a better picker of, of winners. I like the home team. I think this was going to hold on at home. And I, I think that has a, that that plays a big role. And also, then traveling all the way to the East Coast, you know, yeah. from San Fran. Yeah, long you know, three time zones. I know people say it's not a big deal. It can be a big no, deal. And I want to right. talk about that because we take this yeah. game and we'll pick it apart. So you had those games too. So tell us about that because that's a great that's a great storyline. Is that you're going to multiple time zones? Tell us about when you guys were playing. How did it impact you? We were in the middle, sort of. You know, Midwest is not as drastic as it is going from all the way from east to west or west to east. But it is different. You know, you wake up, your body gets set to your time clock wherever you live. And it's just different waking up at certain times. And I know some coaches try and keep you on the time wherever you live. You know, you stay on that time, and that's how we're going to handle our, our trip. And, of course, guys get confused because they want to change their time to where they're at. Anyway, uh, but I do think it's a big deal when you're going three hours one direction. Yeah, I do uh, too. It's just a different, different feel for your body. Yeah. When it comes to home field advantage, and that makes me think too, you look at these rivalry games, you look at some of these iconic franchises, and, and there's got to be an awe. Brian, you mentioned that first, like heading into Green Bay and playing at Lambeau Field. Does that affect the team to an extent? I mean, at the professional level, does it really get to you or does something that maybe initially it does and then you shake it off? How does that work? I don't think you can let it. I don't know how it can get to you. I think it, maybe if you're a rookie or something like that and you've never played in some of these stadiums, you went, oh, wow, I'm at Lambeau. Oh, wow, I'm at Heinz. You know, I get that because I guess I kind of had that too, especially playing at Soldier Field the first time in Lambeau a couple of weeks later. I guess you can't get caught up in that, but these guys are professionals now. You know, it's different. They, they trained them to get ready for these situations. So I, I don't think it's as big as those men people may think it is. Um, next game, we've got another great matchup. Bengals at the Browns. Uh, and the storyline is that, hey, how's Joe Burrow going to be? You know, and then you got yeah. a new quarterback at Browns. Your thoughts on this game? If Joe Burrow plays to me, and I know he's played, I think he's one in four or one in three against the Browns in his career. But if he plays and he's healthy, I think Cincinnati handles them. No problem. I know Deshaun Watson's over there in Cleveland, and he's a pretty good quarterback. But I, I, Joe Burrow's different. They got good receivers. Uh, they've gotten better every year. I feel like maybe not to the extent where they win the Super Bowl, but they're in the playoffs every year. They're in the AFC Championship. I feel like Joe Burrow's a difference maker in any game he's going to play in. Yeah, you know it's at the Browns, and so a little betting nugget for everybody out there is that the fact that the the home underdogs are seven and zero against the spread. The spread's two points, uh, so it's a, that's just a little betting nugget. And here's a couple things: is that Nick Chubb's one of my favorite running backs, and, and I want to talk a little bit about yeah. this with you, Brian. Is that you know Nick Chubb to me is epitomizes running backs, and, and you know we're, we've seen these running backs, so the value of running backs just go down and down and down, and then you get a guy like two other thing too is that so. So the Bengals bring in Orlando Brown, who's going to be the blindside protector. And, you know, obviously Joe Burrow, that's a major job. But I think that's a key element to watching the game. But Nick Chubb, running backs. Let's talk about what's going on in the NFL and the fact that I don't get it. Personally, if I was an owner or I'm a coach, I'm valuing that position a lot. Yeah, I don't. Just, the value just dropped off. I think it's because there's a lot of running backs who are really good right now. You know, I think not just you got two or three per team now that can play. So they think, why pay one guy ten, twelve, fifteen million dollars when I can pay three guys, you know, four or five million bucks a, a piece? And they all everything's balanced around that cap, right? Because mm-hmm. your quarterback's going to make all the money. We know that. So you got 
50 million, well, now it's 45, 50 million dollars devoted to those guys for per season. Rest. And your left tackle is going to make, yeah, you know, 20 million. Yeah, 30. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, you know, so you got those two positions got 80 million bucks locked up in them. Yeah. So you got to divvy it up. And your receiver, receivers make 15, 20, right? Well, They're yeah, Tyreek anyway. Hill makes 30. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> Damn, that's a lot of bread. Good for him. Anyway, yeah. I just feel like they have to kind of devalue some position. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's become the tight end and the running backs, right? Even the, the running backs less than the tight end. Yeah. But yeah, but Chubb, but your boy Chubb, yeah. that dude is a badass. No, he, he is, man. He's one of my he favorites. He runs it good. He catches it good. He's just, he, he's going to get positive yards every play. Yeah. No, I tell you what, that, I think that that game's interesting to me. Is I, I'm, I'm one of those, I'm like, oh, but I don't know. I mean, you, it's a, to me, it's a pick em game anyhow at minus two, yeah. but, but I just don't know. Deshaun Watson and his level of play where he's going to be and how this goes how yeah. this is going to come out but anyhow hey our next game is uh you know you got the Panthers at the Falcons and uh, thoughts on that game you got two teams from last year that you're like going okay well how do we talk about these guys? yeah this is gonna be a fun game yeah these are really two powerhouses right now yeah uh, well I don't know anything about it Jim Bob I don't know the producer picked these two games now we got to talk about it yeah we got to uh, talk about it man well, you know what? Atlanta finished the season pretty strong last year, I believe. I didn't watch yeah. a lot of their games. I know that there's a great other quarterback. He's pretty good. Uh, then you got Bryce Young on the other side. We don't know what Bryce Young's going to be yet. You know, preseason, I, I put zero stock in preseason, so yeah, right. it's going to be hard, hard to tell. But I, I think the home team, Atlanta, and they, like the way they finished last season, um, I, did they get B. John Robinson as well yeah. in the draft? Yeah, they do. They got B. John yeah, Robinson. He was the number that eight guy pick. Is, Different, yeah, yeah, he's different. No, he's, he's right. Here's the deal. I'm taking. I'm. I'm. Ta- I'm going to tell you is that the, to me. I'm just taking the Panthers. I'm just. I'm. I'm going to go what? with that. I'm taking them. I'm going with Bryce Young. Wow. I, I, I'm taking them. Okay, great yeah. pick. I'm taking Atlanta. Okay, and I'm here's going the, with the deal. home team. And be, oh, good. We're do, we, we're gonna. And here's the deal. We're doing for stakes. But I do. I will agree with you. Bijan Robinson is is crazy good. Okay, I think he's yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna really be somebody. But anyhow, we have our bold predictions on this game. Okay, we went different ways. Uh, I'm going with the Panthers, and we'll see how Bryce Young. You better play good, Bryce Young. <laughs> about, he will. He's a stud. And so, what do you think about the Jaguars and how they're coming about? Is it? I got. We had somebody on the other day who thinks the Jaguars are going to be the surprise team this year and, and be a, a threat. Your thoughts? I like the Jaguars. Look, their division's not very strong. You know, Tennessee's probably going to be down. Indy, you don't know. And Houston. So, uh, they should win their division. But, dang, they, they, the way they played last year was good. They won a playoff game. Crazy playoff game versus the Chargers. But, yeah, I love Trevor Lawrence. Their defense plays good. I, I, I don't disagree with how good they're going to be. This year. I, uh, I like, they play Indy on Sunday versus a rookie quarterback. So, I would uh I would be taking Jacksonville in that game. I, I agree. I think Jacksonville is going to sack the rookie five or six times. You know, he was the number four overall pick and, and I think that first of all, another little note, I mean the Jaguars haven't won at the Colts for like they're on five. I know. And so crazy. that streak's that streak's gotta be broken this year. Jaguars are, are favored by five. I'm taking the I'm taking the Jags over the Colts by five. Yep. At least five. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay, good. So we agree on yeah. that. Okay, hey, good news for that. For sure. How about this one? I think this game is interesting. What has happened? How did the the Vikings get so devalued? And I was thinking about Devon Cook. They got rid of him. Another devalued yeah. running back, which I didn't understand that move. I didn't know if it was a cap move or whatever, but I agree with you. Here's the deal. You can bring in four or five running backs 
and pay them three million bucks and versus what you got into one guy. And I think that's really yeah. the platoon strategy. And you keep them on, you know, today with the expansion of the practice roster and the, and the, yeah. it really helps you in bringing up guys and staying in the system. So, but the Buccaneers and Vikings, I don't understand how the, how the Vikings got so, devalued and and how Kirk Cousins all of a sudden I thought he played a great season last year guy gets no respect any I don't understand you look at his numbers every year they're unreal people say he doesn't win well they were in the playoffs last year I know they lost to the Giants but man I'm with you on this I don't understand how they devalue the play of a great quarterback he's got I think eight straight seasons of 25 touchdown passes at least no one else in the NFL has that right now I I don't get it I, I like the I like the Vikings and it's a tough place to play that stadium's awesome. Uh, plus, you don't know what you're going to get with uh, with Tampa Bay, right? They uh, they didn't play great last year as well. I like I do like Baker Mayfield. I know people don't aren't big on him. I like Baker. I think that Baker's a gamer. He's a tough dude, and he uh, he's a competitor. Yeah, I agree, and I, I liked him at the end of the year last year when he came in. You know, yeah. I, mean, I, just, I, just, I like him too. He said, you know, he, he's just one of those guys you just kind of root for and so forth. You but, root for him, yeah, know, yeah, fun. exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think that. Um, you know, to me, I think Cousins is is way underrated. I agree with you there. Yep. Is that um, I, plus I think Justice Jefferson's awesome as well. Oh, their receiver. Gosh, uh, I think I think Minnesota wins that game, but I, I do like uh, both teams there. But Minnesota's probably going to beat them. I yeah, hope. I do too. I think it's going to be a close game. The Vikings mm-hmm. are are favored by five and a half. I I don't know if they can five put points. Yeah, five and a half. And so uh, so dude, it's one of those points. deals where I'm like going, oh man, I I might have to go. I agree with the Vikings to win the game. I think the Bucks will cover. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Another like, just don't bet it. Just yeah, don't bet it, you know, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, hey, just don't bet it. Be smart. You want to yeah. save your money. Yeah. Don't bet <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. So, another game that I know everybody's dying to watch. You've got you've got the Cardinals against Washington, which and so you're out there in Arizona, man. And so I do. I'll yeah. tell you this. I do like the new Arizona coach. I do. I think he's I do as well. he, yeah. he's a, he was the defensive coordinator at Philly last year. I think he's. Got got talent i like in fact i like the asu coach too out there and so we do radio out there at 910 with Manuch and and johnny b yeah. and, and, and rock and those who's guys the quarterback for the cardinals do we know who the starting quarterback is I, I i gotta tell you i mean that's the big question i mean what, what here's the thing is it is that um i'm not even for sure who's going to be starting that's they how cut, much i played about cut this Cole McCoy. yeah they cut Cole mccoy like two weeks ago i have no idea i for, for what reason i have no idea but i don't know who the starting quarterback is I, I couldn't tell you. It's it's one of those deals. So I'm taking. Here's the deal, everybody. We don't I'm even know who the, the quarterback Redskins. is for the Cardinals, but the Washington's <laughs> yeah. favorite by seven. We're taking them. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking. I'm taking the Redskins. No yeah. Yeah. Somebody must know. Yeah, Skins yeah. By ten. And so I got an interesting one for you. And so um, a couple of years ago, uh, and this is when the team was called the Washington Redskins. Uh, a buddy of mine who who was in in Washington calls me up, and he works for the CIA department, and and he says, "Hey, man, would you be interested in buying the minority piece of of at the time the Washington Redskins?" And I go, "Maybe." And so uh, I make a couple calls, and I find out it's a real deal. And and there was Dwight Shar, and you had Fred Smith with with FedEx, and, and uh, um, I can't remember Dave Bob, Stewart was, was Dave it? Stewart was in our deal, but Bob Wellman on was on. So we start we put a consortium together. We raised like 1.3 billion bucks and i i get wow. the indian nation uh chuck garrett is uh at the cherokee nation and chuck gets with the seminoles and the choctaws and the chickasha's and so we've got this consortium together the deal falls apart
far, long story short, but uh, which was an hour ago. <laughs> but, but the deal fell apart. But, but uh, it was interesting. And, and so I'm talking to Chuck. I go, well, what do you think about the name deal? He goes, you know what? We just had a vote. On, we were just had all the nations together. And we were talking about, you know, what we felt. And, and he goes, you know, we had like 78% of everybody wanted to keep the name the Washington Redskins. And we had 22% of tribals that, that you know, thought we should change it. Changes, and yeah. I go, well, 22% would probably got to change it. You know, I mean, and I said that and, and to him. I said, we can't have 22% of tribal nations fighting us every weekend about this. But the reason yeah. 78% wanted to keep it, it's an interesting story, is because we're relevant. I'm, I'm Native American. You know, my dad lived on the, the Cherokee Nation in, yeah. in, in Tahlequah, Oklahoma. But so I was pretty much invested into this deal. But they, most of the nation wanted to keep it because as soon as you start taking away the Chiefs, the Redskins, the Braves, and then there's nothing the that talks about the Indians, nothing that talks about Native American heritage. And then you, you know what you are? You're uh-huh. irrelevant. You become irrelevant. That so, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can see today where they're trying to bring the Redskins name back and, and I heard about that and still though I mean I, and, and I never was offended by it and I don't know any of my Native American friends or relatives that were offended by it at all I thought it was an honor yeah. uh, and I just thought that um, the whole deal was just it was just weird and anyhow it's a story there for the fans to know and everything yeah I, I think the Redskins is such a cool name as well yeah and I, I like mean, I said I'm, never, not Native, I'm not Native American but I thought there, there, there was a cool name for a football team you know, we talked about our our Packers and and Bears, and today the spread is it's a pick'em game basically. Chicago minus one, yeah. and it's the you know the new storyline to Jordan Love and all that so forth. And and you know, I got to tell you, people were asking me, Jim, what do you think about Justin Fields? I go, I cannot give you an opinion. They go, Why? I go, I've not seen him have a play where he's not under duress. Okay, I mean that's that was yeah. my assumption there, and I don't know if you, but I just don't think that they got that line together enough, and we'll see what how, what happens to them this season. But I I think this might be the year we actually get to see some real athletic talent out of Justin Fields and see what he's about. Well, I feel like last year was pretty damn athletic. All those yards he had rushing, well, no, <laughs> you know, all the scramble plays he had, the yeah. busted plays that he made in the plays. Um, I'm curious to see him in the pocket. You know, we know he can run. We know he's athletic. There's no doubt about that. He's probably the best in the NFL at that part of the game. But he needs to develop the throwing part, right? Because in the NFL, last year's proof, if you can't throw the football, you're not going to win the football games. You know, they were 4-13. and 13. So they have to throw the football. And, he, you know, we'll see if they can protect him. I know they got some weapons for him now, so it'll be interesting to see if they can give him some time and he can deliver the football. The team almost gets lured into comfortability about, like, well, okay, well, he can always just run and kind of just create. As yeah. as time goes on and he doesn't have that sort of traditional background and the traditional throwing and the traditional pocket, is is he going to be too set in his ways where he's not going to be able to transition into maybe a more traditional passer? No, I, th- I mean, I don't think you want him to lose that running ability, man. That's special. The things he does when he, when he runs the football – there's not a lot of guys that can do that, well, you know, or, uh, ever in this game. That brings me Go to ahead. this, Brian, is that I agree with you Don't on that, hurt. is that when you played, the next game we're going to talk about is the Raiders and Broncos. And so I didn't know, did you ever play against Russell Wilson? Uh, we did, yeah, my last year when we stunk. We played the, uh, Seattle at, uh, at Soldier Field. So he had he wheels. What, I'm get, what I'm getting at is that the dimension that Justin Fields brings to the team, and uh, you know, well, I, played and, against my, I played against Michael Vick. Well, there you that? go. Okay, that's yeah. better. There's okay. Yeah. So how did you guys do that? How, how did you like from your position? What was your mindset? Because you know, a lot of responsibility on you in that particular scenario when you got a guy like that is just crazy. Yeah. How'd you do it? We would spy him. I mean, we always had a spy for Michael, uh, Michael Vick. Whenever we played them, uh, it was usually me. You know, you kind of mirror him. If 
you can play man. You, you lock everybody up in man, and you have one guy assigned to the quarterback. And our, our D linemen kind of did a different rush game. They would try and keep him in the pocket. And then if he broke, go get him. You know, I would run to hopefully try and tackle him. But it's, it's challenging. You know, this these days, it's much the game is different with the RPOs and stuff like that in NFL. So luckily, I didn't have to see any of that stuff. But yeah, Vic was, was unbelievable. And I put Justin in that category as well with the yeah. way they can run mm-hmm. and the things he can create with his legs. Man, the RPO deal has changed the game. I'll tell you what is that yeah. uh, I was with Billy Moss, and we were on the sidelines over at the Chiefs game. And, Billy and, Moss. And, and Billy Boy. And so we were talking, and I go, Billy, I go, because, I mean, the Chiefs team was so fast. I go, and I was pretty – you were obviously fast. But, you know, when I was coming out, I was running 4-5. And I was fast, and, and fast. people were going pretty fast. And I go, well, then your first knee injury, and your 4-6, and your oh, second yeah. injury, your four seven and then yep. you know i'm not as bad as as uh, eli manning who ran a five four at the penn state <laughs> tryouts the other day but but i, I, I can still run a five four chad powers that was so funny the people if you haven't so seen it you got to get on the manning's broadcast and, and eli manning so dresses good. up as chad powers and they got a he's got a professional hollywood makeup team and then so you can hear the players go the dude looks like he's 40 <laughs> So, throws are great. Yeah, so so the quarterback coach goes, I think we really ought to sign this Chad Powers deal up. He goes, I see something in him. Well, duh. So it was the great. Buddy, was that the funniest stuff? Oh, man. And so many. Oh, my God. Those guys, are, they are crazy. So moving to crazy is so Sean Payton takes over at the, at the Broncos, and he's going up against the Raiders, who I can't figure the Raiders out. But um, anyhow, so Sean – literally hates Russell Wilson. So so I'm kind of curious how this relationship is going to work out. I mean, I'm talking to Sean. He goes, well, I, oh, I hate he, that I son of a bitch. Russell, I think he wants Russell to just be a quarterback and quit doing all the other stuff. Yeah. You know, all the, uh, you know, trying to be public images, this and that. Just play football, dude. Your job is a football player. Be a football player. Yeah. I like the Raiders in this game. Jimmy G's the man. I love Jimmy G. Jimmy G is yeah. like Kirk Cousins, except better looking. And they're yeah. both good looking, but Jimmy G's just good looking. You know, he, he doesn't get the respect. Cousins, Cousins get the respect. Jimmy G's done nothing but win. That's it. And he's, uh, he's been to the Super Bowl. He's been to the, uh, you know, to championship games. He's been there. So, uh, I, I like, I like the Raiders just because uh, I like Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, I do too. The spread is Denver by three and a half. I bet against the Broncos all Favorite? year. Favorite? Yeah, the, Bron- the Broncos are favorite. I tell you what, oh I'm taking gosh. the, I'm taking the Raiders and I think in Vegas it was, I think eight and a half games. I'm telling you, I don't think they're going to win eight games. So I'm going on the under on the eight and a half. I do like Sean Payton. He's going to have a big impact on the way Russell Lee takes some bad action. It's going to be hard to, you know, for me to change my opinion. So he shows me. Well, I agree, and I like Sean too. And I know Sean took the job because they're paying him nineteen million dollars or whatever. And I would probably take that job too. I said, I go, "Yeah, I would go." Ah, hell, you're forcing me into it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. Eagles at the Patriots, and Bill Belichick just broke up with his girlfriend. I don't know if you knew this, Brian, but he just broke up with his longtime girlfriend. And so, so Dane was asking me, he goes, "Jim Bob." Well, because okay, so Brian, your thoughts on this and the coaching dynamic, right? Because coaches can be there. Obviously, game plans, you gotta, gotta call a good game, but also that inspirational side, motivational. And, you know, for Lovey Smith, like your coach, like, you know, he didn't smile a ton, right? He was kind of close to the vest. Yeah, Belichick is like the most grumpiest guy ever. I can't even imagine him on a date. I was surprised he had a girlfriend right at first. Like, but, but when he's sort of in this emotional turmoil, does it change the way, whether do you think he coaches or whether the players respond? Uh, 
I don't think it's gonna be that big of a deal. I kind of think you check, uh, you, you oh, check so. that at the door when when you go when you go to work when you go to game day. I think that stuff kind of all stays last night. You can worry about that after the well, game. I think, but I think, I think Linda Holiday. I think fine. Linda Holiday is gonna disagree with you. She's Linda Holiday is gonna go. I think it's a big deal. Okay, what, Bill and I. What if you like check, in practice the or the team meeting, and then all of a sudden you could see that Bill's becoming emotional. He's choking up a little bit. Like it's all right, Coach. We got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't worry. We know your girlfriend broke up with you. Okay, so Philly's favored by four. <laughs> the storyline is Linda Holiday breaks up with Bill Belichick, <laughs> which is the most unique NFL storyline ever. And so, yeah. but does it affect his coaching? And I'm going to go. It doesn't matter. They're playing no. Philly. Philly covers four. I agree with you. I'm actually. I, I hate betting against the Patriots, especially getting four, but. Philly's good. Those dudes can play some football. Yeah, exactly. Okay, now, but uh, Dolphins, Chargers. Uh, what, what do you think? What do you think about the Dolphins coach? By the way, I mean, he doesn't. If you see him, you probably wouldn't get an NFL head coach. Yeah, you know, if you see Mike, yeah, good last year. You see Mike McDaniel, who is the coaches of the of the Dolphins. You think he's like in accounting? He's like the IT <laughs> no, guy. No. Yeah, yeah, he's the, or even well, he's the IT guy, or or like the Uber driver. I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but, done they, they score some points. Yeah, but I tell you what. So they've got the char- I do. I tell you what. Um, the Chargers, I think, with Justin Herbert, are are pretty dominant, and he's just. I think he's yep. he's a great quarterback. I like him, young quarterback. I'm taking the spread with the Chargers three uh, at, at the Chargers. I don't think the Dolphins have got enough firepower. Uh, uh, going again, again, going across multiple time zones. Yeah, I agree too. And the Chargers defense, I think, has the. I mean, both offenses are good, but the Chargers defense is a little better than the Miami defense. So I give the edge to the Chargers. So Seahawks, Rams, are the Seahawks for real? Was last year a fluke? Is it what? What's going on there with the Seahawks? Gino played good last year. You know, I think everyone was surprised uh, how well he played with Russell Leaving, but and and I know that game's at Seattle, correct? So yeah, uh, I like the Seahawks in that game at home. They're tough to beat. They're going to be better this year than they were last year, I believe. Yeah, and are the Rams there? I mean, are they going to get uh, their Rams st- are, uh, Cooper Cup's out, correct? Yeah, Cooper, he's out. Yeah, Cooper's out. I think they're going to have a little step back, another step back this year. Yeah, Cooper's out, which Cooper was one of the greatest, I mean, receivers when he was, I mean, I don't know how these injuries are going to affect him, but man, you could not cover him in the slot. And you tried to, you tried to cover Coop in the slot with a linebacker and, and a dime or nickel. It was impossible. No, you can't do it. How about the Cowboys at the Giants? Cowboys are favored by three and a half. The Giants, the Cowboys are going up to New York. What do you think? That's a tough one for me because I'm a Cowboys fan. So that was tough for me. But uh, Jack, you're good. I like Daniel Jones. I like Dak as well. But I'm going to go with the home team getting three and a half. That's, uh, I like the points about it. I'm going to take the Giants. Cowboys beat them up. Cowboys are going to be, all right, well, Dallas, uh, Dallas is favored by three and a half. And uh, you think the Giants will cover that? The Cowboys are going to beat them by half a point. Okay, good deal. Uh, buy the half a point, people. Per Brian, per yeah, 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 half a point. It's going to be twenty-seven and a half to twenty. <laughs> so I saw this commercial come out the other day. My friends were pushing around, and so I'm surrounded by some cowboy fans. And I got one friend who's not a cowboy fan, and it's the new cologne out by by uh, Dak Prescott, and it, it shows the new cologne by Dak Prescott called Dak for when you don't want to score. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'll send it. It was pretty bad. So. I don't want to see it. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. One, one I think that's going to be great is the Monday night matchup and, and oh, we, yeah, in yeah. the week with the Bills at the Jets. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Your thoughts? Rogers. 
Uh, I thought Sean was great. Don't get me wrong. The Jets beat uh, the Bills last year at New York with Zach Wilson at quarterback. Yeah. So they throw Aaron Rodgers in there with the, they got a couple new receivers. Uh, what's the kid Wilson? The Garrett Wilson kid's awesome from Ohio State. I, I'm taking um, I'm taking the Jets. I just I think there's so much hype around them, deservedly so. I think they're going to live up to it because of their quarterback. I'm taking the Jets with you, and I really think that it's whatever defense gets the most sacks on the quarterback is going to win that game. I think it really comes down to that, and and I think that the Jets uh, prevail. It's going to be a heck of a game on Monday night, buddy. Well, I think Von Miller's out as well for Buffalo. That's a big deal pass rush-wise, but Aaron's just – he gets rid of the ball so fast. It's unreal. Yeah. Well, buddy, we have kept you pretty long on this uh, this day today. Yeah, you did. Lunchtime for me. So one final prediction. What do you think Bears-Packers yeah. is going to happen? You know it's going to be a huge thing for the fans. Uh, Beautiful weather, Soldier yeah. Field. It's the opening week. What's going to happen on the field? I think the Bears are going to beat them at home. I think they're going to start off the season on the right foot. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know anything about the Packers. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Jordan loves the quarterback, but I don't know much about him. But I uh, – I think the Bears have made enough improvements in the offseason to win this, uh, this first game. We're having a big uh, El Bandito Yankee. Our tequila company is having a, a yeah. big tailgate there with the bus. With the bus. Uh, yeah. Yep. And the blue and orange, which is the, the signature cocktail yes. of and, it. It was featured so, on Fox. We're, we're going we're gonna to have some libations, and we'll put a toast out, <laughs> and we'll record it. We'll do a special toast to you for jumping on the show with us this week, buddy. And, uh, Thanks for really, having me. No, buddy, love to have you every time, man. You're great. I love talking to you. We'll see you hey we got the jelly roll concert coming out there september yeah, 16th so i love that dude would, we, you, would you go yeah we got you hooked up on vip you want to go oh, yeah. backstage so I, I, didn't with realize, jelly. I didn't realize he was over for eric church and my wife goes let's just go watch jelly roll and leave i said yes that's the move. Eric Church is the man. Don't we're gonna, get, you, we're man. gonna get you set up and everything. So I'll get I'll get everybody right, coordinated for you. you. Yeah, yeah, man. Say All right, thanks. Appreciate you guys. See you. Yeah.